So when we check out these challenges on Wednesday, what are we going to be asking ourselves? Hoping beyond hope beyond hope that they work and Donald Trump remains president for four more years? Is that really the plan? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. I think one of the better questions is, well, the process that we're about to watch from representatives in the House and senators in the Senate, are they following the Constitution? Are they usurping the vote as many people are trying to push out there, specifically in the media apparatchik? Can they set aside electors or can they replace electors for Biden with electors for Trump in specific states, giving President Trump 270 electoral votes? And can there be any challenge to what the House and Senate do? Joining us now is William Jacobson of LegalInsurrection.com, also a Cornell Law professor. And let's uh, take this into a couple of its component parts here. This is challenging the electors is constitutionally uh, prescribed, meaning that there is a way for this to happen. Uh, and this is, I argue, happening because the Supreme Court decided not to take cases, even though Justice Alito and Justice Roberts, not Justice Roberts, uh, Justice Thomas said they should, and it's a state's conversation, they should take the case. They didn't take the case. If the Supreme Court had taken some of these cases, would we be in this position today? And are people like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and these members of Congress acting in an inappropriate or unconstitutional way? Well, you have a lot of questions in that one question. Uh, the first issue is uh, I think it is highly questionable whether this challenge procedure set out in legislation, legislation which is you know, almost a century and a half old, uh, is actually constitutional. I mean, the constitutional Constitution says the votes submitted through the states, through the constitutional process, shall be opened and shall be counted. Uh, makes no provision in it for disputes, things like that. The legislation was passed after there was questions, what do we do if a state sends two disputed differing sets of votes? Let's say the legislature of a state certifies one set of votes and the executive branch certifies a different and they send them both to Congress to be counted. What do we do? And the Constitution doesn't tell you that. Uh, but that's not the current situation. There is not a single state which in its official capacity has certified two competing sets of votes. There are people in certain states who have gotten together and said, we're going to propose alternatives, but that's really not constitutional. I mean, I could get together with friends and I could fill out <laughs> votes and put them in an envelope and send them to my fence. That doesn't make it under the constitutional scheme uh, votes presented to be counted. So there, there really is no provision in the Constitution that allows what is going on, but this has been a law on the books from Congress for a century and a half. I don't believe it's ever been challenged before, and that's, that legislation is what the senators are invoking, and the legislation says when the votes are opened um, and the called out to be counted – by the president of the Senate, who's the vice president, Vice President Pence, uh, that if one 
member of the House and one member of the Senate raises an objection, they go and deliberate on it. So, but you are you do you question the idea that, um, or 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 think that Senator Cruz and Senator Hawley, guys who have clerked for for Supreme Court justices, uh, Attorney General uh, in in Hawley and Solicitor General in Ted Cruz, if if they thought there was a real constitutional question here, do you think they'd move forward? I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, this is a law that's been on the books for a century and a half, never been challenged before. You could make an argument that the law is intended to fill in a gap in the Constitution, which is what do you do when you have uh, a contested vote from a particular state? But I think that the law was originally intended to address situations where there are two competing sets, not where there are Um, the sort of objections raised now, but I think that's a gray area. So the law was intended to fill in a gap in the Constitution, but nobody should say the Constitution provides for this procedure because it doesn't. Um, It's a congressional legislation intended to fill in a murky area and an uncertainty as to what you do. So I don't think they are knowingly or consciously or intentionally violating the Constitution, but there's nothing in the Constitution which says they can do what they are doing. It's it's congressional legislation. Uh, so the answer to the question is I don't believe they think there's a question, but I think there is a question as to whether this law is actually valid. But assuming that the law is valid, they're entitled to do what they're going to do. Uh, it has zero chance of success. Uh, It's being done, I think, for political reasons, just like Democrats have used the law before. Uh, Democrats in the House have raised these objections, I believe it's four times and three times recently. And Democrats in both the House and the Senate raised objections in January 2005 to try to prevent George Bush from taking office. So this is not unprecedented, but Nobody should claim it's based in, on the Constitution. So while we've got it has zero chance of success, because under the congressional law that they are invoking, they're entitled to object. But once that happens, uh, you essentially have a vote of, of the Congress and you would need both houses of Congress to disallow votes and, from a particular state. And as I understand to talking to William Jacobson of LegalInsurrection.com, while we still have a minute left. It would, it would not be to replace electors, right? We're not talking about replacing the Biden electors with Trump electors, even though Republicans did in some places push forward their, their electors. It would be to disallow electors from certain places, which would then bring you to the House of Representatives and the Senate deciding the presidency. I only got about 20 seconds. I have it right, correct? Yeah, no, actually, you would have to disallow from several states. And if one of the houses of Congress, meaning the House of Representatives, does not vote to disallow, those votes are counted. So by default, they are counted unless both houses uh, choose to disregard them. So there's zero chance of success here. And and uh, let's look, I'm with you there. I understand that. We've been discussing this. You know, I, I always say that the odds are, are less than one percent or less than one percent because there's some strange chance it exists. But we live in we live in the reality. And I appreciate you breaking it down. I want to make sure I understood it. I don't ever want to get it wrong. I want to make sure we're all talking on the same page. Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson, LegalInsurrection.com. Check out the site. I appreciate you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.